for those just starting out, to those who built their reputation. In the detail industry, navigating the course is a daily grind. This is Play by Play with industry professionals tackling topics and offering tips to help improve your game plan. Now, here's your Play by Play. Alright, what's up everybody? We're Hello. back with another episode of Play by Play and today we got Matthew Good and Miss Candace Taylor. Tiller. Right? Tiller, I'm sorry, Tiller. And uh they're with uh Goods Custom I'm I'm all over the place. Goods Custom Garage and Auto Detailing. And uh we're super excited to have them continuing on with our Power Couple series. This has been one of our favorite series. Lots of participation, lots of cool stuff going on. Also, with that, we have uh, today's Hacker Hack. Yeah, Dustin, this is going to be a pretty fun one. You know, if you're having trouble watching us on Fridays, I know yeah. a lot of you guys are uh, on the move constantly. Well, we have a little solution for you, so stick around to, to our Hacker Hack, and we're going to be Wait uh, a minute, wait a minute. You're telling me that you have a solution so people can watch this while traveling? That's right. Mm, I don't know. I feel like we may need a <laughs> disclaimer or something that's going to... Uh, uh, protect us. <laughs> this seems like oh. a liability, but uh, hey, you know what? It's hacker hack, so That's anything right. goes, right? <laughs> That's right. I <laughs> uh, can't wait to hear that. I'm a little nervous, but I can't wait to hear about that. Um, listen, guys, we've been going over a few things business related, and um, if you guys, we've, we went over hiring, we went over um, sub and out work, yep. we've been over offering different services, um, and if you guys have missed any of this stuff, you can always catch it back. Mm -hmm. We play it on what Apple Play. We got Apple Podcasts, yeah. Spotify, we're on Google YouTube, Play, Google Play yeah. now, yep. Facebook. Yeah, man. Um, so all over the you place. can find us all over the place. So don't forget, guys, that if you missed one of those episodes, you can always go back and watch it. Um, they stay up there. Um, but today we're going to dig in a little bit deeper in this and in, in some of this business stuff. And this is something that I'm really passionate about. This portion of it. Um, I think that's kind of what separates easy in and a lot of the and the businesses that I own from a lot is that I value how much value I put into this and this is tracking your expenses and tracking the cost of doing business right and uh, you know it's not it's not that difficult once you have the right things in place to do this Yep. and I know we've talked um, before about you know how you offer your guys profit share yeah and the only way that you're gonna be able to do this is if you keep on top if you actually know what your profit and loss is on a month-by-month -month basis that's right and I'm glad you brought up profit and loss because a lot of guys they don't they don't even know what that is right. and and basically it's very simple I mean it's 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 a statement of your company's income minus the expenses and overhead and so profit and loss is the name of this statement so whether at the bottom line is what it's called below you know below all of the expenses and overhead is the bottom line and that's your net profit so you either made money or you didn't mm -hmm. made money is profit lose money is loss so that's a profit and loss statement now the only way that you can use this statement to manage your business is having an accurate set of books right and a lot of detailers out there don't even know what that is. They don't even know what their books are. You know, I think that their accountant refers to them when it's tax time, and it's like, uh, okay, yeah, I got to get my books because I got to do my taxes. Right. But there's much more to it. Sure. You know, and this is how, <clears throat> this is how professionals run their business. You want your books. Your books should be an accurate representation at all times of how your business is doing. It's very simple. They make it very easy. It's not like you got a guy, you know, in the old days with the, the pencil and the calculator and the glasses, you know. A little notepad. No, dude. You know, it's, you know, books now, like especially QuickBooks Online, syncs with your checking account. Right. So if you have a business checking account, all your deposits going in are your sales. Okay. All the money leaving it are your expenses. Okay. Pretty simple. Yeah. And it's all synced up. 
all you have to do is identify what those expenses are. Example, you go fill your truck up with fuel or gas. Okay. <laughs> Whatever, $150 now, $200 now, however much that is. Yeah, it's, you That's, said it's cool if I told the guy across the street at the gas station, I'm just with easy and fill her up, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, no, but so that's an expense. Right. Okay. Now, to most detailers, that's an expense that, oh, yeah, well, I'll just put this receipt in a shoebox and my accountant's going to go put it into my taxes at the end of the year. But reality is that's an expense to that month that you should be tracking to know how much fuel you're spending because that's a cost to a job. Right. Okay. So once that expense comes in, it sinks to your books. You go in there and you identify it as fuel. Mm -hmm. Okay. Very simple. Now when I run my P&L statement, that report, I can see here's my sales for the month. Here's my expenses for the month. So it's kind of have my power bill, my water bill, my insurance, my um, payroll. How do you do products in there? You know, uh, I mean, yeah, and I'm glad you asked that. So it's and that's a cost of service mm -hmm. um, or a cost of good. And you put your chemicals. So if I buy, you know, from our local supplier here, mm -hmm. we we um, we we buy from them weekly. That cost just goes into our chemical cost. Okay. And so now the beauty of this is, if you get this right, you can compare it any time of the month to last month and last year. Gotcha. So now when I'm reviewing my P and L. It doesn't matter to me how much compound we're going through right now. What what matters to me is, are we in line with what we spent last month and last year as a whole? Gotcha. And it's broken down by chemicals or pads and tools and, and utilities and cell phones. So if something's way high mm -hmm. or something's way low, now that's a red flag. Okay, so now if I've spent, you know twice as much on chemicals this month than I did last month, but my sales were basically the same. Uh -huh. Now I'm going, now I care about how much compounds being used. I, I want to go find out what did we buy? Gotcha. Why are we spending more in this area than we went, than we did last month or last year? Right. Now, if I've quadrupled my sales, I would expect my cost to climb. Right. So that's, that's why it's important. But most of these guys or a lot of these guys out here are just saying, well, do I have money in the checking account? That's, right? a, that's never a good sign because, you know, I might have money in my checking account, but those bills haven't hit yet. That's, that's right. <laughs> that's right. And how do you know if, if what you're doing, if you're spending more or less or if you're on track to hit your goals? If you're not tracking it on a monthly basis, so all of us, you know, when the brand new, when New Year started, everybody's 2022, 20, New Year, New Me, right? Yep. Well, here they are. They have no clue where they were on this New Year, New Me. Right. They're just going to hope, and I guess in December that that you know, magically now they're the million dollar detail shop, right? Right. But we know all year long. Yep. I know right now where I'm projected to hit in December. It's not a question to me. Yeah. And so that all starts with an organized set of books and it's extremely important and here's the best news about this here's the best news is you don't have to do it you don't have to be a bookkeeper or an accountant or even great at this stuff you can hire a bookkeeper freelance a couple hours a month right a hundred or two hundred bucks so not an expensive no. you know added expense no and they will take those expenses and your receipts and they'll say okay this was fuel this was um you know ceram igl ceramic okay this was your ceramic coating this was blah 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 and they'll match it in your books and now you always have your books are accurate I got a quick question. This is okay. in, the, in our script here, but um, yeah. I had a, a guy ask yesterday. So if we're charging a remote surcharge, yes. does that, when we go to write off mileage on our taxes, you know, how does that, does, or can you still 
basically write off your your mileage if you're charging a remote surcharge. Um. So yeah. So you have income posted against that. So you're not. I mean. So the expense of the travel mm-hmm. is in there, but your income is offsetting it. So you're not getting. You you are getting the write off. Yes, but you're not getting the gap. So if you didn't charge it, then the expense is there posted against just your detailing income. Gotcha. But if you have other income, it offsets the expense. Uh-huh. So you. You, you don't you don't get the full value of the expense technically, but and, and and now listen. So, so just so you understand, like um, tr- like um, travel and things like that are very um, particular to your business. Mm-hmm. Like if you're writing off the complete expense of your vehicle, you may not get the mileage. Oh, okay, um, gotcha. if you're writing off fuel, you may not get just a, a mileage charge. If you have a personal vehicle that you're using for business, you may not can do that. So you have to track the miles specific to your business. So there's a lot of quirkiness there right. in that one instance. But the beauty of that is you don't have to know that. That's, that's right. for your CPA. Here's the best thing. When you get fuel, you know that that's a fuel expense. It doesn't matter if you write it off on your taxes or not. You need to know that because that's a cost of doing business. Gotcha. There is a difference in books that you turn into your uh, for, for your taxes mm-hmm. and the books that you use to manage your business. They change these numbers. They convert over to a taxable set of books at the end of the year okay what your what your fuel cost is is your fuel cost and and you need to know that so it goes in a fuel category so at the end of the year your accountant will take and move things the way they need to be positioned for your taxes it's what so they you're do. not having to keep up with that as long as you not know what the expense is yeah. you know and what in what category it needs That's to right. go in if i'm that. buying from chevron here's what i tell my book if, if i'm buying from the chevron it's fuel yeah okay put it in fuel now, now, if they get the receipt and there's three Gatorades and a bag of ice on there and they can't write that off legally, that's right. fine. Pull it out and send it to Uncle Sam that way. Right. But I want to know for today, like when I'm managing my business, I, that's considered fuel in mine, and that's how I'm basing my prices. Man, we might need to take this on the road. I think any of you <laughs> detailers feel like y'all want Detail Bookie to come out and have Dustin teach this class. Right. You know what I mean? Because it seems like a lot of the majority of your classes are steered towards detailing actual, you know, how to polish a car. But it sounds like there's I mean, a lot it, of it is. This is a, a lacking, it is, you know, man. Uh, deal. So it is, and it's fun. But listen, guys, just so you know, like that's really deep stuff, and 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 it is some of it's specific to your business you can't just take and oh dustin said it that's what i'm doing but it it, you know as a whole this is going to help you run your business better get your books organized you don't have to do a hire bookkeeper freelance few hours a month and let them get your stuff straight so you can use your books to manage your business i had a conversation with a guy just a while ago aj yeah and uh we talked for like an hour and that's what it boiled back down to he's wanting to make big decisions and i said look i said we need to know in order for you to make these decisions you got to know if you're making money right Okay, straight up. And and the only way you know if you're making money is I don't care what you got in the checking account. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah. I want to see the books. I want to see what's your monthly I want to see your monthly income versus your expenses minus your overhead. What are you making? And that was, and that that set him in the direction of now I yeah. know how I need to start approaching this. That's right. And maybe we can circle back next month and look at it, and then have and a better idea. You know how proud idea. you are when you pull up your books. You say, "Oh man, this looks nice. This right. is legible." You know, it's not it's not algebra. Yeah. It's literally income, detail income, sold some product, blah blah blah. I spent. Uh, I bought fuel. I paid the power, uh, the cell phone bill, and I paid the water bill. Like, that's as simple as it is. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just you, I mean, items. So. Uh, but you, the way you put it, you know, uh, it's a different yeah. mindset, and it that is. is what separates, you know. But you guys need that mindset as well if you want to succeed uh, and, and grow your business. You yes, know? got so, to. So. Got to. It's not scalable without it. Right. You know, if, if, you're, if you're managing from a checking account, no one can come in there and help you do that. 
Yeah, straight up. So, anyways, well, I think uh, our guest uh, today, she's got some experience. Yes, she, does. she has some experience in some of this. So, what do you say we bring them on? Let's bring them on, and then we'll definitely have to get her take on that. Sounds good. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. How about you guys? Man, we're doing, doing great. Doing fantastic. Great. We were just uh, talking about a little something that we're going to have to get Candace's input on. Um, but before that, we're going to go over just a couple little things. Get yeah, to so, know you guys. Yeah, so this is our Power Couple series, and it just wouldn't be right if we didn't dig into y'all's relationship. I'm talking about the good, the bad, the ugly, the shit you don't want to talk about. We want to hear it. Um, <laughs> no, no, not not for real. But seriously, so... <laughs> um, uh, so listen, guys, uh, before we kind of get going, let's hear about, uh, you know, I'd love to hear about how you guys met. I think that it was through an online dating thing, if, if I'm not mistaken. Let's give these statistics, Dustin. Uh, we don't want to uh, live, because I'm I'm actually taking notes on this. Yes. It's been, you know, very important. We're, so. we're trying to find Ryan a mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a lot harder than you. So, so he'll leave me alone. <laughs> no, but so 30% of Americans tried online dating. You guys made it work. What, uh, what, what platform did y'all use, and how did that work out for you? You guys if you say well, grinder i'm leaving if you say grinder i'm leaving i don't even know what that is uh, <laughs> good answer uh, plenty of fish nice that's the same as uh as um uh chris and uh chris, the, chris that's Wilkins. right yeah Wilkins. yeah uh, chris that's Sarah. like when it very first came out but right. yeah my girlfriend had actually set my profile up and then when we started talking we found out a lot of the guys he hung out with, I hung out with, went to school with, so yeah. it just it ended it's, up working yeah. out. It makes sense, you know. It connects everybody. I mean, everybody's on social, you know, social media platforms. It's just a, it's the same concept. A uh, funny story about plenty. Of fish. Actually, it's not about plenty of fish. It's about um, farmers only. Um, so my daughter, I mean, my sister-in-law, Jesus, my sister-in-law works for us here at the store. Her name's Rachel. And she's, uh, I mean, she buys all of the retail clothes and stuff in our store. She's very creative, but she's a country girl. Yeah. Got horses. She's got five horses, right? And so my wife, her sister, she's single, by the way, uh, decided. <laughs> Your wife? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just came out weird. Not that I know of. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, not when I'm around, anyway. Okay. Um, but no, so, uh, so, so my wife decided to make uh, her sister a farmer's only account. <laughs> Right, and so she like did the whole thing, man. She did it for like created this account, took the pictures and all this stuff, and it went on for days. Like, and there was all these dudes like messaging and Melanie's like responding back to him and stuff. And I'm like, Melanie, you're enjoying this way too much. <laughs> like, living vicariously. <laughs> anyways, Rachel found out and she wasn't too happy about it. But no, oh, she I, didn't it, know the whole time. No, she didn't know about it. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. But anyways, anyways, so enough of that. But so so plenty of fish. It worked out for you guys. I mean that. That's awesome. We like you said, um, Chris and them, uh, Chris and Sarah met uh, yep. through Plenty of Fish. I think you are you on Plenty of Fish. Yeah, I went ahead and downloaded it again. I did years ago as <laughs> yeah. well, and I mean, you know, <laughs> I saw your profile though. Uh, thanks. Man. We were a match. We were. We were. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's definitely you know. It is what it is. It's hard to get out. You know, I got a little girl. She's eleven. Yeah. Um, Full time dad. So there's not a whole lot of time just to. You know, to go out and meet people. Oh, brings it to you. It does. And, and then you get to filter through it, and you don't have to deal with the uncomfortableness of it. Yes. Yeah, I'm but I talk all day long. That's my job. I mean, yeah. I'm literally talking, texting. We know. The last know. thing I want to do when I get home is get on my phone and start text messaging, you know. Anyways, enough about you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys have been together for, for uh, 10 years now, so how long have y'all actually been working together? Uh, I guess Full about time. Two and, two, two and a half. Yeah. 
Okay. Two and a half years. All right. And that's going good for you? Yep. So far, we're both still alive. <laughs> so I'm going to I'm gonna ask you this question, and then I'm going to tell you exactly how it went for me when me and my wife worked together. Um, so how, was it a hard adjustment when you guys joined forces and said, you know what, we're going to do this thing together full time, see you all day, all afternoon, all night? Was it a hard adjustment? Not for not for me anyway, because um, we're on two different sides of it for the most part. So um, with him handling pretty you know everything else on the actual workload yep. side, um, I handle more of the business side because that's where my that's you know niche is. So it balances out really well, um, and it just works. So and then I just step in for detailing whenever we're shorthanded or staffed, and I take on that that responsibility as well that's yeah. pretty awesome my um so my wife worked for uh worked with me uh she'll tell you real quick she did not work for me she worked <laughs> with me uh when we started easy in years ago and uh so i'm the kind of person that i like my hand in all of it and i'm quick to let you know like I, I'm, I'm here to help but i want things done a certain way and so that caused her to quit every single day. <laughs> and she would quit and leave. And then she'd come back. <laughs> and then she would quit and leave. And so we realized, like, it was better served to our marriage and relationship that she go raise the kids at home <laughs> and I go run the business. Um, so kudos to you guys for being able to make it work. It's, you know, it's we joke a lot. I mean, we had a lot of fun and, and, and me and her cut up about it, but definitely uh, it was, uh, she and she's very strong-willed. She's running her own business now, by the way. She runs a fitness business. And, uh, uh, but uh, yeah, it, it was a daily quit for her. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, what are y'all's roles? So you, you have, you know, you're handling the detailing and backup detailer. But what else do you do, you know, as far as we were just talking about earlier, you know, how do you keep up with accounting, profits and losses, you know, what are you doing to manage your, the, the business side of the business? Yeah. So we QuickBooks for all of that. So he keeps yeah. up, he'll do it in spurts and then I'll hop in, kind of just go over it, you know, recheck it and make sure it's all aligned. Um, and then... <clears throat> Of course, all the scheduling, answering any calls, questions. I'm kind of that go-between from people previously that would just come in, walk straight back into the shop, talk. Um, it just took a lot of time. And, you know, granted, he likes it. And, yes, it's good for building the relationships. But it's just not scalable to an extent once you start picking up that workload. Um, it, it's not feasible at that point. And money-wise, it doesn't make sense to – have him continue to do both, you know, literally everything. Um, and it just, again, it just happened that I am good in the area that he wasn't. So it's a really good balance. Um, and it's helped us continue to be able to grow the business. So you handle kind of the estimates, the calls, the scheduling, you know, overseeing the books. Uh, Matthew, you handle the making sure the stuff's getting done in the shop, quality's up, um, the, the fun part. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah. All the social media as well, and all yeah. the platforms. But that will be soon changing. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you know, and, and I always like that. My, my experience was when I was having to deal with the customers and give estimates, everybody was my best friend. 
and I didn't even know them. And so they always wanted the buddy deal, you know. And so when I did tap, when I finally got out of that, I don't, I won't give prices now. Period. I'll just tell you what you need to get done, and then you can go see the girls in the office, if if I'm having that interaction with the customer. Um, but when I when I made that decision, you know, to separate and I for me to not give prices, it was instantly better for our business and all. It, it took a while for me to, you know, feel like comfortable with that separation. I'm sure you, Matthew, you went through the same thing, but. But once I once we did it and we got comfortable with it, it's been everything for us. You mean it brings up a lot of time? You yeah, yeah. It's hard to release control. So um, it, it it is it is because it's your baby, right? You know, and you want everybody to be taken care of like you would. And and there's are situations that that somebody you know that you want to do a little extra or that. But but what I've found is now I have the the opportunity to do that, and I'm not my my arms not getting twisted every day by every customer to do something you know. Uh, you know extra or special for them now it's okay if there's a if there's a situation that it calls for i can make that decision um based on it so you know but it's it's fun so candace you um you actually have experience in like management business management and stuff you also do coaching as well i do business coaching um most of it is for like digital marketing agencies um but i do also small businesses so i do business coaching and um, kind of help create their processes um, if they need processes built, how to do client retention, um, a little bit of everything that involves wow. business. That's that's I do that full time as well. That's fantastic. Nice. That is awesome. And so is it it's not just strictly detailers then, it's other businesses as well? Mm-hmm. Yep. I have clients all over the world that um, I help coach their business. Awesome. Help where they're where they're seeing bottlenecks or um, any challenges. Yeah. Can come up with game plans with them and and see how we can grow the business. We have several agencies that are six, seven, eight figures a month that uh, we work with. Isn't it isn't it cool how you can look into somebody else's businesses and have pure clarity and say like you need to do this or you need to do that, and then when it and turns it's really out that it's your own for us too, like being yes. able to have that opportunity to have that outside look into it and coming from a different perspective it helps me help you know our business as well as it helps me from the other perspective for the other clients that i help so i I have both sides of it Um, and it's now you have the experience of implementation so it's easy to look at somebody's business so you should do this this and this but if you're Mm -hmm. doing it yourself and you know how how difficult it is to get buy-in from employees or or to implement a new process um i I love it i love to talk business with people um i love to help people out um in in the same concept I, i know how hard it is to to do these things but it's so funny and when you're in the business and and you're doing it yourself you're an owner operator you're in that tunnel and it's really difficult to see the changes that you need to make. Or you may even know what you need to do, but it's really difficult to make it. But if we you call it take shiny it, object syndrome. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, and pick it up, play with it, put it down. You know, so um, we, uh, you know, so to be able to take that step out, you know, that step back and look at your business from a bird's eye view and say, okay, these are the things that we need to do and implement. Uh, I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome that you offer that service too. Uh, you know, that's, no, that's, that's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Matt, did you, is that something that you are happy to pass along? Uh, you know, is, is that something that you also have that skill set in you as well? Uh, but you, you We've know. talked about even doing something like that, like him offering training classes yeah. and then even I can provide coaching, like something to offer that because 
I mean, knowledge is power and different perspectives alone help um, mindsets, everything, all of those play a, a vital role in business, not just auto detailing, but any industry. It is. And, and our industry as a whole needs more of this. They, you know, everybody wants to be the best detailer, but nobody, there's not a lot of people that want to be the best businessman in detailing. Yeah. Yes. There's visionaries and then there's integrators. And in order for a business to be successful and to continue to grow, you have to have both parts. So right. like Matt, the great, you know, he's a really good at the visionary and I'm the one who can able, you know, sit down, come up with a plan, like what it looks like, and then go from there. So it's all building blocks. Um, but it's, it's great to yeah. have that. This, I, I love this conversation, you know, like, I, like you can, I mean, this is exact. So this is very similar to how our businesses run as, and so we'll have, you know, I'll have our weekly staff meetings and we'll have these ideas and then we have people that implement and, and, and then, so we, we come up with, with the idea and we kind of run it to ground and then we go put it to work. And it's, and that's how we constantly are just kind of pushing the envelope, constantly doing new stuff, constantly building bigger and, and better things. And it just keeps it fun, keeps it fresh. And Matt, just like uh, Dustin and I's partnership, I can tell that you guys are very similar. He does most of the talking as well. So, <laughs> I, you know, it's, it's all right though. You know what I'm saying? We do what we do good and that's all that matters, right? <laughs> Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so, but listen, uh, just curious um, before we get into the detailing aspect, and I think Matthew will have a lot of input there. But um, what would what's one piece of advice that you would give to someone to kind of help level up their business if they were to you know take something from this podcast right now? What would be one thing you would say would be a great piece of advice? Get mentors. <laughs> mentors? Oh, yes, absolutely, hundred percent. Get yeah. mentors, and they don't even have to be in the industry. I've got two, one's in the, in the detailing industry and one's a real estate guy. And yeah. I don't think I would be where I'm at today without the help from them to um, mentors is a must. You gotta, you gotta level up and put more people around you that are above you. And when they talk, you shut up, listen, you implement what they're saying, twist it around, put it in your business. If it's working for them, and they're making money, you can figure out some, even if it's they're selling shoes and you're detailing cars, you can figure out something to go back and forth. There's nuggets um, to take from any any type of business plan, anything from the business aspect, you can take nuggets from anything. Sure. But what, like what he's saying, all that is great, but you have to be willing to be uncomfortable. I mean, that's going to be the Absolutely. huge, that's going to be the biggest thing with being a small business or starting one is you have to be, you're going to be uncomfortable. There's not ever going to be time where you're truly a hundred percent comfortable. So you have to be okay with being uncomfortable. And if you're not, then that's probably not the road you want to go. Yeah. And what I've noticed too, when you talk to people about their businesses, they kind of want to fudge it a little bit, make it sound like better or, you know, Hey, our sales are a little better or we're not spending as much money. But if you're just transparent, like, listen, all these businesses, I mean, when you own a business nowadays, you just thin margin lines. It's not like everybody's just piling cash in by the grows, you know? So to be transparent to whoever's looking in and saying, here's, here's the real, you know, here's the reality of it. This is what I do. And then, then, then you can get true help. Right. Um, and, and like you said, humble yourselves. Don't, you know, don't go into it with that mindset that I know everything, but like, I know nothing. Please tell me all. 
and and then you pick and choose what you want to listen to and implement. So that's funny you mentioned that. It's literally the guys that I see right now in the industry that are you know the younger guys. Wyatt, for instance, uh-huh. uh, he just you can tell that he has some strong mentors in his Absolutely. in his life because of the way that he has been able to progress and and really grow, and being so young. You know, it, it, there's just no doubt in my mind that he's got some great people to, to look yeah. up to and get advice from. And, you know, yeah, you can tell you yeah. can tell the difference in the ones that are kind of floundering around a bit. Mm-hmm. And then the ones that got some people around them that know what's going on right. and, and not afraid to ask. Yeah, so that's right. Investment. I mean, you have to be willing to invest the time that it's going to take to get you where you want to go. It's not yes. just here's all your resources. You can give everybody everything yeah. they need, but you can't make them have the drive and the motivation to take the steps that it's necessary to grow the business. Um, So there's a huge difference in those types of people and it's just weeding them out and really finding out where they're at truly, where they want to be, what they're willing to give to get to that point. And if it's not, then it's not a good fit. Um, Same. That's how we coach with our business, you know, with the client that I work with as well. Yeah. Yeah, and business ownership isn't nine to five. Right. You know, if anything, it's five to nine, if not more. You know, and so you got to be willing to say, okay, this is what it is, and it doesn't have to be that way forever. I enjoy it. You know, I I, I like that mm-hmm. um, part. That's that's the. I think that that's part of what keeps me going is that need to always kind of have things going on, but people you know the guys that are getting into it and think that you're gonna you know because it's five o'clock we're gonna clock out and go home and this business is gonna run itself it didn't happen like that no absolutely not but you don't you know not everybody's gonna be able to reach the level of overachievement as dustin i mean in addition Whatever. to running all these successful businesses he's training for a triathlon let's be honest this it's dude not, it's, it's an iron man we gotta get it right it's now. not a triathlon it is a triathlon no, it is yeah. a triathlon, but it's the Ironman. Listen, I started as the triathlon, but we might have to take a step further. Okay. But anyways, <laughs> okay. uh, no, it's just you got the hype videos to go with it. Oh, absolutely. You, you know it, man. You know it. That's, it what this is is, is accountability, right? right? Okay, so like I, if I would have said I was going to do this, thing, I would have done it either way. But but if when, when you put it out there for everybody to know and you put a date on it, okay, there's no turning back. And there's yep. been plenty of times in this training where I'm like, holy shit, Saturday. No, I'm sorry, Sunday, for instance. We had a long bike ride and a long run. And the last four miles of the run, uh, I, you know, I do 99% of my training is by myself. All right. The last four miles of this run, I was thinking, like, first of all, I'm going to die. <laughs> Second of all, like, I could quit right now and freaking crawl to my truck and never do this again. <laughs> but then I think, like, Everybody that I've told that I was going to do this would never let me live this down. So my ass ran back to the truck because I thought I was going to die. <laughs> it's great. accountability. So you put it out there and you let everybody know, and then your ass is going to do it for sure. All right. I'm going to have to do that as well, I guess, because yeah, yeah. I'm definitely not accomplishing you wanna... the, the goals outside of, of work. We'll work on it. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess it's because I'm nervous to put anything out there. What if I don't do it? What if I don't, you know? Well, yeah. You, you have to. Yeah, you don't have a choice. <laughs> You don't have a choice. Well, let's let's dig into the detailing, guys. That's what we're here for. You know, yeah. that's what we do every day. So, uh, tell us about what all services you guys offer at your shop. I mean, are you you kind of uh, in addition, of course, paint, correction, ceramics. Do you do any PPF tent? Um, what, what all uh, what all you got going on over there? We're more of a high production, high end detailing shop. 
uh, we mostly do paint correction, ceramic coatings, and PPF. That's what we specialize yeah. in. Awesome. We changed it last year, so now we just kind of do a splash of detailing. Um, we don't do as much because we're more con concerned on the higher-end stuff. Sure. Um, and we usually, within a two-man shop, we do between four to six coatings a week and PPF wow. jobs scattered in there and a couple maintenance jobs and maybe one or two wash clay seal full interiors. And then that's a Monday through Friday, eight to six, uh, with two men. So this year I'm working on getting more guys so we can expand. I, I'm trying to get yeah. out here to run the business, and I'm about halfway out, but yeah. not there yet. And you just opened up a new shop not too long ago, right? Well, we've been in this one two and a half years. Um, I'm probably getting ready to buy this shop. And then once I buy this shop, I'm probably going to do a second location because we're kind of right outside of Louisville. We're right in Brooks. Um, my other shop was in Louisville. Most of my clientele come from the East End. That's where the money comes from. Right. So I'm going to open up something in the East End, which is going to take some business out of here. But I, I think that Bullet County, which is what we're in, they still yeah. spend very good money with me and they support sure. like. It's a smaller kind of, it's not really country, but it's more countryer than what Louisville is. Sure. Um, and everybody around here supports me. I do all the law enforcement. I do all the fire department. I, That's like everybody around here supports me. So this one will always stay. And we're in the process of renovating this one and bringing it up. Like I said, I'm getting everything ready to make it to where it is like a training. You can, I am going to be doing trainings here. Um, so we're trying to make it look presentable a little bit more high-end-ish but when you're doing it every bit of it out of your pocket it it takes a little bit more time it's tough step by step it's tough man. yeah and it's it's one step at a time so you you mentioned expansion i, I guess that you you know you guys have a you know a, a, are y'all making a plan to kind of grow that and and strategically or is it like just kind of take it as it comes and and build as we go I'm, it's a little bit of, i'm more of a I come up with the crazy ideas, which usually <laughs> um, I'm usually more of a fly by the seat of my pants type person. I know it's a vision. I'll set it and I'll work towards getting it. This year we're doing more of the goal of getting the manpower here so I can walk back and start making these steps. And I also want to get into real estate um, and invest in so that my grandchildren are set up because yeah. you know, making all this money, you got to do something with it. I got to set up my life. I got to. I've been in them tough spots, and I don't ever want to go there again. Yeah, yeah. That's right. You know what that feels like, and you're building a legacy, something that passes down and passes on and something that they can be proud of. I think that that's why we all kind of get up and, and come to work every day. 100%. I love it. I love it. Um, my so, daughter's going to make a hell of a sales lady one day. And you just uh, she's going to sell pieces of software. <laughs> pieces of software. <laughs> How many pieces of software did you yeah. sell today, Dad? <laughs> uh, she couldn't wrap her mind around shit. it not being a physical thing that I was selling. You <laughs> know, so the, the AOL disk. That yeah. just, <laughs> disk. Put this in the drive and use it. I love it. I love that's it. But that's, that's awesome. You know, so um, I'm curious, you know, working together, have y'all faced any challenges? Challenges that that kind of like y'all butted heads or like you're an idiot kind of thing. I mean, I told you mine. My wife quit every day. So, uh, like, did y'all ever face any challenges that y'all are just like, this is ridiculous? Business wise, not surprisingly, we have done very well business wise together. And I, it also, it pretty much all in my eyes, it started 
kind of as a joke for me because she kept on wanting to take on more and more and more. And, you know, I'm working six, seven days a week. We got four kids. She's managing the house, everything else. And I had just went through a, like a kidney stone battle and I thought I was going to die for like six months straight, had six surgeries. And she kept on, let me do this. Let me do this. Let me answer the phones. Let me do this. Let me do this. And I was like, you know what? I don't think you can handle it. Here it is. Here it is. Have it. <laughs> so she took it from there and she took off running. And I mean, this completely surprised me. She's, for lack of better, she's a superwoman to take care of my four kids, which my two youngest are wild. Uh, <laughs> I can't plus imagine. Now, plus answering the phone, and my phone rings 24 seven, 365 days a year. It's always going off. Doesn't People don't care what time it is. Uh, she handles that. She handles all the booking, the scheduling. I stay in the back and make money. Plus I work full time job. Yeah, as well. Full-time job. <laughs> wow. Yep, I, she, I I set up the the software with uh, with Candace. That was that was our my guy. my joke kind of backfired, but a good backfire. Yeah, I was like, she, yeah, I would say so. She'd be like, "Here's your phone." Plus detailing on top of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now you're starting to pick up the pace, looking to making sure that you're still like, right. Yeah, what do I to say value? <laughs> better detailing than most of the. And she wasn't so short. I probably have her back here detailing full time too, see if she can handle that too. Lord of mercy. Well, yeah, we've said girls make money, you know some of the best detailing out there there's so much that's what he said i I, I would have a shop full of women i i absolutely love women detailers i had a matter of fact my one of my shop managers was a a, a, a she was a female she was she still is (laughs) (laughs) she uh she did fantastic man it was uh i mean her their yeah her attention to detail and every you know every woman that we put out would make a good name for a detail shop that's it's well it's rare i know it's a little off topic but as far as that goes like I didn't really get too, I mean, I was invested in helping him grow the business, you know, from day one, but at the same time, like, I didn't really get, I guess, more passionate about it until I started getting more involved these last couple of years, like working with him full time. Um, And then just this past year when we went to MTE, like, just really getting more involved in the industry in general, like, that was one thing I noticed is I'm surprised that there's not more women, especially with so many other industries you're starting to see it more, but auto detailing is still so behind, I feel like, with that. And I was like, well, this is a huge opportunity. If I can, you know, leverage that in some point, of course, yeah. then that, you know, that would be huge to bring more women in, not just on the detailing, but just involved in the industry in general, because Absolutely. it's a different perspective, I think. It is, and, and it's being male-dominated you know it's that hurdle that has to be jumped but it's but it's low you know it's a low hurdle and and it's it needs to be jumped you know it needs there there needs that push needs to be made because in all honesty i believe that uh, you know women detailer pay more attention they do a better job um and like i said i've told every i've told all my guys out there like if i could replace y'all with women i absolutely would. <laughs> however let me tell you i have that in my office and there's certain times where everybody syncs up and it's a it's pretty bad <laughs> so, so careful what you wish for there's probably 20 in there that uh make me want to jump off a cliff every day. <laughs> yeah but it, it is, you know, there's a lot of power couples out there in the detailing industry. Yeah. I'm starting to see, you know, more and more every day. And I think it's awesome that you guys are able to find that balance to where you could work together, still live a happy life outside of the shop. But, you know, and the fact that you're, you know, going to be doing training, I think that's awesome. I you know, too. you got you got both components there that would 
you know that everybody would benefit from from joining that training class so uh i look forward to, to seeing that i have to come check it out as well so we you know i asked you about the negative and there wasn't any so i almost just left the show um <laughs> what about the positive what's one of those <laughs> i give up <laughs> it's got to be something wrong here <laughs> uh what's one of the good memories like what's one that stands out to you where you kind of like you know you you had that moment like man this is where i really need to be and and, and like one of those just happy moments uh, I think once again, with about the release and the control um, yeah. over the business and the baby, and it's a little bit harder when you've went through everything that we went through to build this to release the control. But I, I'd have to say one of my happiest moments is when we, we've either had somebody out or we're back against the wall, and it seems like we're never going to get done with everything we got get done. And then the next thing you know, she comes flying out the door and then into an interior with a vacuum cleaner. I catch myself sometimes standing over like, that's a bad bitch. <laughs> and I'm like, she doesn't even have to do it. I mean, sometimes I want to choke this bitch, but that's a bad bitch. I love it. Now, man. see, there we go. I knew I could get something out. Now, one thing that, uh, that, you that gotta yeah, do it. you got to do it. So yeah. um, if you saw, you know, our podcast with Chris Wilkins, uh, we plan on having um, Raymond uh, on as well yeah. and his wife. Um, There's a new trend going on. Yeah, it's, it's kind of it. like TikTok in a sense, you know. So it's the uh, product placement or you know advertisements of your work, but they include a nice little a picture, picture of, of, of the wife working. Typically leaning have inside you, have of you a car. Have you seen these pictures? Haven't. You know. <laughs> oh man, what? we oh, should have some to show. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We, we so the be. new trend is, and Chris, I think Chris Wilkins started it. <laughs> he will catch his wife in a very exposed position while Tommy. she's detailing. Tommy does it, and like you know, take a picture. Okay, and it's usually of the backside, and it's usually. Yeah, <laughs> you do have one. I was like sitting in one of the stools, like clean it, washing wheels, and he took it. And I was like. That is a terrible picture. Oh, no, it's not. Uh, no, it's not. They're fantastic. <laughs> they had personality without a doubt. Yeah. Raymond's uh, the one I just saw the other day. He's got his, uh, his owner's pride, and he's like, check out this new product I got. Yeah, and in the background, she, yeah, you she's know, completely he's... leaned over in the backseat of the car, and it's just like, oh, okay. That's, it just makes, and it's hilarious, and it goes to show that this, you know, it's more than just work. It's more it's than fun. just fun. I mean, it's, it's fun, fun for you guys. So it, that's it, awesome. is. it is. And that's the way it's supposed to be. You know, we always laugh about it, but, you know, it's 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 them letting their personalities come through. It's cool. Right. <laughs> so now you guys have to have some sort of uh, balance between your work and your home life. So how does that, you know, how does that work for you guys when, you know, is it a clock out in the shop and now we're, you know, back to husband and wife or or boy you know it's together i have i'm here eight to six at least every single day so when i come home i got limited amount of time with my kids so they're turn off um she leaves a little bit earlier so she can go pick up the kids and get them ready so i'm sure when she does that it's turned off um once the kids go to bed back on catching up stuff uh doing everything we can until we go to bed as soon as we get up from bed, it's back on. The only time it really goes off for 24 hours a day is when we go on vacation. I'm just gone. Uh, yeah. I need to get time as, as hard as I work and as much as I work. When I'm away, for lack of better terms, fuck a shop. I'm on vacation. <laughs> I love it. I'm enjoying this. I'm making memories of my family. I don't detail cars. I don't. Yeah. I'm not, I don't even have a profession at that point. You listening, uh, Dustin? No, I'm not. <laughs> Come on, we can't get this guy to put his phone down. I mean, it, it well, I carry. Well, I carry two cell phones with me at all times. One of them is the shop phone. So 
I get here about 9, 9.30, and I'm here till about 3.30, and then I go get the kid. But I'm still answering the phone, responding to text messages, emails if need be, um, yeah. doing all of that until I usually stop answering after 6. I'm like, you know what, this are the business hours, so I even set up our voicemail to say that. Sure. So, you know, there's nothing right that we do that is an emergency, so right. it just it can wait till the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of the time these people know that we stay booked out and that they're not going to get anything here soon. So what's the point of me taking any more, you know, attention away from personal. Um, and then again, I'm still doing my job on, you know, out in between this stuff as well. So, right. yeah. I tell you, and, and that's hard to figure, you know, when you start out and you're, you know, especially if it's just you or, you know, you're you're the you play in the main role in the business. It's really hard to set those parameters. It's really easy to get trapped up in the anybody that calls me, anybody that texts me, I'm, they need an immediate response. And that's just that's just where we are in general. Yeah. Then you add business on top of it, and it gets t- ten times worse. Me with vacations is just a different story altogether. Like I'm good for about twenty four hours. Um, and then my wife booked us like a nine-day or seven, seven or nine-day vacation. It, well, it was like weekend to weekend, okay? Yeah. And and we, it wasn't quite far enough away either, by the way. It was only an orange beach, an hour away from the shop. About a day into it. Yeah. Back on the phone. Like, I mean, we, a, we all I have very specific instructions. Do not call Dustin. If there's something you need, <laughs> yeah. figure it out without yeah. contacting him. And and then when he calls, you know, I can't tell anybody. Hey, you know, he ain't called me. And he's, I'm like, don't, what's going on? Yeah, don't tell anybody I'm calling. Yeah. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> like, what's everybody doing? <laughs> whatever, you, whatever you do, don't tell anybody I'm calling. But uh, how's the shop going? You know. What's a, have you made any sales today? <laughs> what are we looking like? What we got on deck? <laughs> you know, I'm hiding in the closet, the condo. <laughs> well, I'm needed there too. Uh, I guess it's kind of gotten to the point where when, I, when it first started and we were struggling, I took everything. Yeah, I didn't absolutely. care if you needed an oil yeah. chain, if you needed, yeah. we did. <laughs> Whatever. Inside yeah. cars, we did uh, uh, bed bug car. I, I've yeah. done everything. Um, spent several nights at the shop like absolutely. where he didn't we, like it was a lot for years like it was it was hard i've done a whole i had like i fired right when we first started our ramp up probably four years ago i had 21 cars outside the coat oh and i could only fit six in my shop at a time then uh and that was not working on them that was in there at night but i had 21 outside just fired my one employee and I did 20 of them in a week by myself. But I stayed the whole week. I didn't come home to shower. I slept on the couch at the shop. I'm sure I was right, but I got right all kind of clothes. Yeah, people were bringing me food and everything. Yeah, just, wow. It was rough. <laughs> you do what you got to do, right? You know, that's just part of business ownership. And if you have that drive and, and will, like, that's what it takes. It takes that. And and you've got to be willing to put that in. And, and that's what a lot of people don't know. Like, entrepreneurship is now cool. And people don't really get what it takes, the sacrifice that it takes very early on and for an extended period of time to for something to actually pan out. Right. I think people get confused on the difference between an intrapreneur and an entrepreneur. And yeah. Yeah. yes, they're very similar, but they're very different. Um, and But both require that, that drive. Like you have to be willing to put in the work. Um, all the resources are there. I mean, with anything, people can make millions of dollars off what they can figure out on the internet, but it's what you choose to do with your time 
Are you going to invest your time in making money or are you going to invest your time scrolling through other people's lives, seeing what they're doing? Right. Not, not even may actually be what's going on in their life. Um, we just, it depends on what you let consume you. You know, it's, it's funny you said that. Me and my coach were having a conversation. Uh, I think it was this morning. It may have been last night. I can't remember. Anyways, and it was, uh, oh, it was yesterday afternoon. I was on my way home. And, uh, you know, we were talking about, you know, I've gotten multiple messages that we're, we've inspired other people to start working out, starting doing this, starting doing that in our group. I don't know if you're following it, but we have a, a, a group set up to, for my Ironman challenge. And he was saying, yes, I've had the same thing. He said, but people are asking me, how do I schedule all your trainings around your schedule? You have a full schedule. And I said, you know, it's, it's first of all, it's scheduled. You know, it's put on the calendar, and that's what we do uh, for that hour or 45 minutes or two hours, whatever the training is. But, you know, I said, what you need to ask them is go look at their, you know, audit their schedule. And how much are you spending on Facebook? How much time are you spending watching TV? Or how much time are you spending? If you replace that one thing with 45 minutes of exercise or 45 minutes of something productive, if it's running your business, if it's exercise or whatever, I promise you, you have a lot more time than you think you do to be We all have the same amount of time in the day. It's what yes. you do with that time is what's going to depend on what your future is going to look like. Yeah, and, and schedule it. You know, make it happen. Put it on there. I, li I live by my schedule. I mean, I literally, my calendar is, it's yeah. it's back to back to back to back to back. But that's what, that's how I get through my day, and that's how I know things get done. Right. And so, uh, you know, I, it's just funny. You know, the people, you, you have to, you have to value those things and make time for them and, you know, stop, stop wasting that time and, and spend it on yourself. Absolutely. Um, one thing I wanted to know, so uh, reading kind of the notes here, you guys took a little bit different of approach, probably why it didn't work out so well uh, with Dustin, but um, your approach is when you're at work, you know, you, so one of you sees the other as an employee, right? It's not a spouse, it's an employee. Who's the boss in that situation? Though? Oh, Lord. probably <laughs> <laughs> play those roles. I mean, <laughs> we don't have it. We've never had, I mean, ultimately, if there ever comes a situation that somebody's just, not being very nice or if I if I have any issues with any customers then I send them to him I'm like look you deal with it because I'm going to cuss them out so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll handle it to a certain point but other than that outside of those I guess specific roles we don't we yeah. don't play any cards like that <laughs> yeah. we each have a job to do and we do the job yeah, yeah. I'm the owner and genius and she's the uh oh my brain. god <laughs> this is where she quits behind least. every great man you know? yeah. <laughs> oh, God, see listen this is alright so listen y'all kind of answered my last one but I guess we should probably sum it up uh, goals and, and, and future for uh, your business y'all want to expand shops you want to grow the team add employees both y'all are on the same page with that that's the future of, uh, of the business Love that outside of yeah. like Real the other things Real. that we're looking at Real estate. diving into. Yeah, so Eventually, other, you'll know when I made it when I built a uh, touchless high end car wash. Okay. Okay, that's, that's the milestone. About ten. There's no there's literally none in Kentucky, good ones. Like really? you do something with high end products that actually does a good job, you'd make a fortune here. Because if it rains one day and then it's not gonna rain for yeah. two. They're lying down the street everywhere. I'm like, what if you had one that actually was doing good and not messing up your paint? Everybody sure. would go. So I'm gonna build one one day. Love I have it. a I have a little different v 
vision of when I've made it. It's on my phone, but it's, you can't. I don't think there's any chance you can see it. But it's just like mega yacht. Okay. I don't know. Let's see. <laughs> let's see if I can see it. Hang on. Thank you, Jessica. Uh, let's see. We're clear all this mess off. Hold on. Let's see if we can do it. Anyways, uh, yep. Can you guys? No, there's no chance. Anyways, it's just about a hundred and eighty foot uh, yacht <laughs> here. Let's see. And uh, that's the, like, okay. Okay. When you don't see my ass again is when you know I've made it. <laughs> and you'll know <laughs> I made it when I get that boat, littler boat sitting right next to it. I'm, I'm happy with that. Well, I'm, got a little jet ski outside. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, we appreciate you guys coming on. It's always awesome and a pleasure talking to y'all. Uh, if anyone wanted to find you on social media or websites, how would they find you? Uh, Goods Custom Garage. Uh, on and auto detailing on Facebook, we're under Goods Custom Garage and Instagram, Goods Custom Garage on LinkedIn. Uh, what else we got? Matthew Good on Facebook, Candace Tiller. Uh, yeah, any other social media? Any so, way to reach us? Yeah. Pretty much social media, email, Goods Custom email. Garage. Yep. Right on. I man. love it. Awesome. Hey, are we going to see you guys at SDC by chance this year? Awesome. Right. awesome awesome it's gonna be a great show we're looking forward to it we uh it, you know we had a great time there last year plan on doing it even bigger and better this year so it'll be a blast looking forward to see you guys thank y'all so much for coming on and yeah. uh and and enduring all this pain yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate, right. appreciate it guys y'all have a great day we'll, we'll, we'll see y'all later. later thank you all right thank bye. you see you bye so that was awesome. uh that God, was cool, absolutely man. that you know he and again he's the coolest guy in the room 100 a great couple man they're fun to talk to you know she knows her stuff yeah he knows his time. detailing for sure 100 she knows about that business man. yeah dude absolutely and i love the fact that they're you know they got that mindset to do training but yeah. not only to address the detailing part which if you're going to be a professional detail, you got to know how to polish. Yeah. But there's so much more, and to see them balance it out that way. And they got it, man. Yes. We asked them, like, what's the worst thing? And they're like, I don't know. It's been great. Right. Like, what? <laughs> what? Uh, man, <laughs> man, man, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, we mean, want the dirt, yeah, man. No, we, want I, to, we want to hear the bad, it, too. It was definitely very genuine, though. Listen, great <laughs> talking to them, but this is our favorite part of the show, isn't it, Ryan? That's right. Today, what do we got for Jessica? All right. Hey. Yeah, so. Or heck. All right. Okay, guys. So uh, we know you don't want to miss us on Fridays, right? We're much prettier. Uh, you oh, know, absolutely. All right to listen to, much yeah. better to look at. No um, question about it. So today, Zach, uh, if you're on the go, we have a hack to keep that screen in front of you. <laughs> so Wait uh, a look at this, guys. If you want to see, uh, if you want to keep watching us, all you have to do is put the iPad, the iPhone, in the sun visor. See this guy? No. Where's he at? No, you He's got to. It. Okay, you got to be kidding me. Yes. No. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, if you want to keep your hands on the wheel while watching play-by-play, -play, use our hack, a little double-sided tape on the back of your phone. Is guys, guys, wait, 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 Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. There is no way we are telling people to glue their phone to their visor to watch play-by-play -play while they're driving down the road. Please tell me we are not promoting this. Did we give Chris the uh, – was he the one that got to pick this hack out? Okay, hold on. All right, I got to say this. I'm, I'm sure Zach Snyder, my insurance guy, is freaking out right now. <laughs> my insurance guy is freaking out right now. 
disclaimer <laughs> do not do this hack this is a complete hack do not do this do not glue your phone to your visor if you're in the woods and all you have is a visor your car a phone and a glue stick do not glue your phone to the visor to watch it <laughs> worst hack probably yeah, ever but that's, yeah. that's a great hack oh, though yeah, man yeah. what a great hack that's oh, hilarious man. listen that's going to wrap it up for this show uh, of course next week we're continuing on with our power series this is a cool series we're super excited to bring our next guest on but in the meantime, if you missed any or you want to catch this one again, where can they find us, Ron? Let's see. We got us on Google Play. We're on yep. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Facebook, YouTube, YouTube. Detail Bookie, all day, every